Hey there, it's Francesca. And Patrick. And it's another episode of our podcast. Last name basis. We're back after a week off. A week of sickness. Yeah, we were sick. Um, uh, I'm still sick. So and and I've which is a downer, but um, I did take some over the counter medicine, which I think contain uppers. So I'm hoping they'll balance out. I was hoping they were balancing out, but now I think they've just made me kind of loopy. So if I start making about as much sense as Sarah Palin, you'll know. Uh, oh, you'll know why. <laughs> Um, I really love the subtle Sarah Palin shade. Uh, this <laughs> not, not so subtle Sarah Palin shade. It was perfect because this week she made a complete fool of herself. She was speaking in Iowa. I'm not sure what it was for. Um, and I posted a clip on Facebook and all of the appropriate social networks. It was literally a buzzword word salad. It was uh, the buzz, buzzword buzzword vomit. Yeah, pretty, would be a good way to describe pretty much. It. She was like, um, "Now this is my Sarah Palin impression. Things must change. It's not too big to fail. It's too <laughs> big to succeed." That was pretty good. And then she was like, "The the man is on your back. Then you strengthen your back. You gotta just gotta stand upright. You just gotta stand up. It's like, really, if if you weren't bent over so far, what the man could never get up on your back." Uh, it was the weirdest thing. And the thing that was so like jarring about it, because it was funny, but it made you uncomfortable, was like the look of panic in her eyes. She looked she looked like the woman who did the um the, what was that? It was a news broadcast. She, right. She was an anchor and they cut to her. Oh, it was for I think it was a New Year's event. Oh my goodness. And apparently she had some small stroke or seizure on camera was what they allegedly said. Anyway, she she just rambled. It she, she random made syllables. No sense. It was just like that woman, but the look in their in both of their eyes where you could see was that terror. they just like didn't know where they were going. They were like, I'm just going to power through this. And the audience for Sarah Palin was like, uh, uh, um, like they were clapping. But From they... Shaman. <laughs> Absolutely. It's 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 embarrassing to watch a politician do that. But, you know, Sarah Palin is is while she's technically a politician, uh, I think most people would consider her not quite the serious topic no she's terrible but she takes herself seriously which is what is so confusing about it because she she's been hinting that she's going to run for president in 2016 yeah right yeah but i mean even if she even if she tries it's not going anywhere and i think everyone realizes that i, I hope that there's no traction there if it if it comes to that it really i mean like part of me is excited because i'm like oh my god tina fey snl like i'm so excited for that <laughs> to happen <laughs> but i also am worried about like the idiots who will vote for sarah palin because they're like she has a fan base there are some but not enough and i i honestly i i don't think the republican party is going to put her forth and put her put their eggs in that basket because it's just it's just a foolish move she You're just guaranteed wants, to lose the election she just wants to be famous and it's just like really it's just so transparent like she had a reality show for a second mm -hmm. did you see that no <laughs> i mean i'm no. not saying did you watch that i know you didn't watch did you watch show. it no i think i watched like a highlight reel of her kid saying something that was like and like anti-gay like she called her she called someone gay as an insult or something mm -hmm. in some blogger wasn't isn't her kid named like buck or shotgun or something like they that? they all have the weirdest name they're all they're all like couscous like i don't even know <laughs> like her kids have like, bizarre it's not, names. they're not that friendly though they're like it's like uh it's like camouflage and like <laughs> and like yeah you know a buck hunter or something like that not just say she had a kid named Camouflage. <laughs> I did. I did. I have no idea what her hey, kid Hey, little camo. Um, <laughs> I could definitely see that being one of Sarah Palin's kids' names. Um, 
In other news of uh, of government officials, did you hear? That was a, that was a great segue. I thought it was a segue. <laughs> okay, well, do you want to set up a segue? Do you have something that you would like to talk about besides Sarah Palin? Yes, bro. Pretty much any topic. Well, then jump right into it, bro. Although Sarah Palin's a fun topic. Listen, you can't challenge my transition and then not have a rebuttal. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Okay. Please continue. Okay. Thank you. Other, other, other politicians. Well, I'm really, I'm not sure that this is going to become a recurring segment, but I want it to be a recurring segment. Okay. Of people just saying really stupid things on the internet. Government officials, you mean? Primarily people in government. Celebrities too. I just think that there's just so much fodder when it comes to people putting their foot in their mouth on the internet it's well it's also one of the most exciting things that happen on uh, happens on social media too right absolutely we are just waiting for people to drag yeah just to just to embarrass themselves publicly um especially when they know better or should know better they just make it so easy like there are so many times where you're like that shouldn't have been a facebook message that should have been a text message um (laughs) because people just like put all their mess out there but basically um molly white who is a representative uh a republican representative in houston texas they are having muslim capital day which apparently there's a huge muslim population in texas that's what i've heard I had no idea. Um, and basically, they it's kind of like to learn for them to learn more about our government and like appreciate multiculturalism and diversity. Awesome initiative. Um, and so <laughs> Molly White posts on her Facebook page, today is Texas Muslim Capital Day in Austin. And she says, I left an Israeli flag at the desk with instructions for representatives from the Muslim community to renounce Islamic terrorist groups and publicly announce allegiance to America and our laws. We will see how long they stay in my office. Oh, my God. What? Oh my God! You know what? The the it just it started out almost positive, and then it just quickly went down south. Yeah, and I and 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 honestly, and the, I tried to give her the benefit of the doubt and not read it in like a totally like super southerny accent, but I totally feel like that's how she said it. As misguided as the bulk of that is, in terms of. Uh, in terms of expecting them to swear some allegiance publicly to American laws and, right. and the Constitution, um, uh, as misguided as that is, that's not the worst part. The worst part is the end, which suggests that she doesn't believe that any one of them will actually do it or will stick around because they you know, she threw that in their faces. I think it's all terrible. It just really it pisses me off that if a, if a Muslim extremist does something terrible, which, you know, it happens. It has happened. Suddenly, every single Muslim person has to swear up and down that they don't agree with it, and like they they renounce it. And right? Why do we need Why do we need confirmation that they're United States citizens? I, like seriously, it makes me so mad. Um, hey, uh, Patrick, since you're a white male, uh, a bunch of white guys have been shooting up schools. I just really want to make sure that you can denounce any. Like I would random... like to, I would like to make a public statement right now. Please, and I think I speak for white dudes. Please? I think I speak for all white people here when I say that um, I am I I do not condone uh, school shootings. <laughs> I do not condone what else? What else do what else do people raping and pillaging right. countries? Serial serial murders. <laughs> I don't I don't condone that. Uh, mass genocide. <laughs> like seriously, we don't ask we don't ask anyone else. To atone for the actions of everyone else except for like people of color. And it's really messed up that this woman, I guess 
What also like really bothers me is not just the fact that she thinks this, but she thought it was a good idea to post this on her Facebook. Like she genuinely did not see any repercussions. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. She almost put like a winking smiley face at the end of that. That's the way that text reads. It's like this. You know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to you, white people. She's like, you, we'll, we know. We we'll, know that. Yeah, we'll see how long they last in my office. They'll never make it. Yep, exactly. That's exactly what that what that post says. Uh, it's ridiculous. Well, I mean, in the same. But this is this is now what we're seeing with the temperature that we're seeing across the board. Yeah. towards Muslims. Uh, and you know this in Xinjiang. Okay. Region of China. I don't know. Have you, have you heard this? No, I there, haven't. There, I saw. I saw an article recently, and it shows all of the murals that are that are allegedly government backed because anything that's out in public, right? And you know, and this you can't is, just like post something up. Yeah. So if it's there, it's it's can you know it, the government has backed it in some sense or put it there themselves. And these murals mm. depict what apparently depict what what Muslims should be doing. What good Muslims do what? and what bad Muslims do. And each one of them, it's really interesting. It's like those Goofus and Galliant comics. <laughs> do you remember Which those? One? No. Like in the Highlights magazine, it's like Goofus does this, Galliant does this. It's like good Muslim versus bad Muslim. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much. And it's, each mural is actually like a split screen. Oh. And one is in light colors. And it's the good Muslims doing what good Muslims are supposed to be doing. And in the darker colors are the bad Muslims doing bad. Like literally like hand in the register kind of depictions. It's wow. It's unbelievable. Um, and, you know, it's it's basically it's propaganda. But that's but we're seeing that um, here. We're seeing that here. We're here. hearing things like like uh, your your friend Molly here. <laughs> that's not my friend. <laughs> well, yeah, I think you've made a friend here. She hears this podcast. I oh. think you guys will be very close. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what the subhead of our podcast making friends. Every time we talk shit about someone, they're going to run to the studio to hang out with us. Um, that is really disappointing. And I. Extremely disappointing. It's just like so unfair. I, you know, when religious extremists do something, they are the extremist of the religion. They don't speak for everyone the same way that the the Christian people that boycott gay funerals and stuff don't speak for every Christian person. I mean, that should be common sense. It should be common sense, but it isn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's like the only the only noise that I could come up with. That was a great, great noise. Great noise. And, it, you know, I think that takes us right into the snowpocalypse. It didn't happen. Speaking <laughs> oh, of great, tr- that great is transitions. Definitely the, the noise to represent the snowpocalypse was just a big like yeah. a whimper. But I'm not complaining. I mean, I know some people that seem to be really disappointed that snowpocalypse. It's really funny that people people are like, oh, we didn't. It, we didn't get snow that shut down New York City. Yeah, that's not something to complain about. But I think we all just got our, you know, we all just got so worked up about this. It was it was impending. It was going to really just destroy the city. They shut down the MTA for the first time, I think, ever. Um, uh, yeah, but you know what? I really don't blame them. We've had some really freakish weather last year when we had like this the sandy happen the sandy the sandy <laughs> nice I, the hurricane hurricane sandy happened and then when we first moved to new york that was a, a couple years ago that was like in 2012 at was this it point. i swear yeah. everything just blends together now yeah um so hurricane sandy happened we were not prepared for that at all we meaning new york because you and i were fine we yeah were, we were great we, we, were we like, rent so we were it's like, like you know flooding <laughs> it doesn't matter no but i also think as floridians like we just didn't take a hurricane as like that big of a deal oh i know when 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 it was announced that we were probably going to get hit by a hurricane in new york new yorkers were going crazy i know and we were just was fine 
hilarious. But we've lived through so many hurricanes now, it's like par for the course for us. I know. A hurricane is just an opportunity to have a party and get drunk. Right. You just, like, like, we know to buy as much beer ahead of time as as we think we're going to need, as many days as the power is going to be out. Right. And ice and things like that to keep it cold. But New York was not prepared because the infrastructure, the flooding, all of that stuff. So uh, based on that, and then when we first moved here, there was a terrible snowstorm. People died because the ambulance couldn't get down the street. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was terrible. I really don't blame New York City for being overly cautious. Right. I don't I don't blame the mayor for 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 being overly cautious, especially on the heels of those sorts of disasters. Because if he didn't and it came through and it was as bad as as people were concerned about, then people would have been stuck, you know, freezing to death in their cars, on the roads, things like that. And and then, you know, he would have been to blame. He would have taken flack for that as well. Yeah. The only thing that does piss me off is how much the news and like the Weather Channel hyped up Snowpocalypse. Like they had. Oh, they always do that. They had like special graphics. Oh, yeah. You know, they stayed up all night. They were like, Snowpocalypse. Right. (laughs) They had those. Things. They had those things like in the file. It's like if ever we get a big snow, here's what here's the footage we need to run. And then they like stand outside and they're like, "Don't be outside. You don't want to be out here, folks. It's really terrible." And they're like standing outside and like it's snowing, but you see people walking by, like whatever. Like this is really not that big of a deal, right? And they right. are freaking. This is like their Super Bowl. Yeah, right. It's good for them. I mean, you know, it's it's something that they can they can sink their teeth into and and just completely sensationalize. You know, I'm surprised they don't have those like you know the Super Bowl like uh, the, the robot football players. Like I'm surprised they didn't have like robot snowmen <laughs> dancing around the side of the weather forecast or something like that. Yeah, they get because really... they they spare no expense when it comes to uh, to promoting a storm. They get really jazzed up. The other thing that really sucks about snow, though is it prolongs the process of getting ready to walk the dogs. We have little oh, yeah. we have little booties that we put well I the little put, balloon looking I ones. I put them on because Patrick's just like I can't do this. I can't. They don't trust me like they trust you. Well, I mean, you're, you're I good just feel at like it, you, you haven't know? really tried. No, but... I haven't. Not even once. <laughs> I know I did try. I tried once. Exactly. And once. then you just gave up. And then I said, here, take this dog. Put yeah. these tiny boots on this dog. And <laughs> so, then I'll walk them. So not only do you have to put sweaters on the dogs, then you have to put booties on them. And the only reason, just so you're not judging me, because I can feel your eyes right now. <laughs> the only reason you put booties on them is because when they salt the sidewalk, it hurts their little feet. The salt like burns them or something. Phil's not doing it. He refuses to put on booties. His pride is just like he doesn't even notice the salt though. He no, will he, he does. will walk over tacks or burning coals or anything. If there's a chicken wing in there, <laughs> he he will that is true. he will sacrifice like the the latter half of his body for uh for a shot at like an old chicken bone. But he he was limping when I didn't put the booties on him. And part of me wanted to bring them with me so I could like wave them in his face and be like, see, see what this you is what gave you up. Get? <laughs> this is what you could have had. Oh, because I don't think he under he doesn't put two and two together because Kaya gets outside and she starts doing parkour. She's, she's like <laughs> she's like doing backflips. She's like uh, so happy that with she has, the with the boots on. When she has those boots on, yep. she is galloping through the snow. But Kaya's also about seven or ten times smarter than Phil. Yeah, this is true. So Phil Phil is a is a pretty dim animal. Kaya is like our honor student. He, she really is. <laughs> Kaya has a part-time job. <laughs> we actually we actually have Kaya tutoring Phil um, in a few things like peeing outside. Um, <laughs> he knows how to pee outside. How to, he's how to just eat like, he's just, without making a mess. He's my he's my smart, my my little guy. It's interesting though. I think about this all the time though. These we have two dogs, right? They they appear to love us very much, 
but it's hard to, to but I say appear because it's like it you don't really know what's going on in their heads. Yeah, no, Kaya is in love with you. I, I think if Kaya she could seems kill, to be in love. if Kaya could kill me in her in my sleep and marry you, she absolutely freaking would. Yeah, but you know, you think that because she sits there and stares at my face really close and she wants to lick my face and she seems to no, want to like she, live inside no, no, my no. mouth no, if no, she can get in she there. She looks into Patrick's face and she's like trembling. She's like Oh my god! I just, <laughs> I just want to be near you. And you're I just know. like, oh my god, this yeah. dog is freaking. I know. I have out. to have a talk to her. I'll, I'll talk with her all the time. Like, I'm a man. <laughs> you're a dog. This will never work. Like, where will we build our nest? Where... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is like absolutely in love with you. But we don't really know. She could be shaking with rage, thinking <laughs> if I could eat your fucking face right now. I would do it in a heartbeat. I remember we bought this. I bought, I, I got Fran as one of like several little birthday presents recently. I got her this really cool, it's about a foot long miniature gold dog. And it's oh, not yeah. gold. It's like a resin You can see it in my mold. videos. It's like sitting on the, the end table. Yeah, it's but so it's, cool. it's pretty realistic looking and it's like this solid gold color and it's small and it's a little male bulldog. And he has he has testicles, so he's like he's in fully intact and anatomically correct. And they came up and they were really interested in this thing, in this little new dog that we brought in. That they was, thought it was real. Yeah, and they were sniffing its butt and they were checking it out. And Kaya especially because you know she's a she's a female. And, yeah, she was she was like flirting with it, like right. making eyes with it and on the Phil's couch. Feels neutered, so she's like finally a man who can <laughs> be like, a man. Feels like way to rub your balls and your golden <laughs> balls in the face. I know the dog with the golden balls. That's that's what they refer to him as now um <laughs> he was so jealous but but i don't know but see you know part of me was like oh that's funny that they're checking out this dog like it's a real dog and then the other part of me was like oh my god what if they're thinking is that what he's gonna do to us <laughs> like is that where we end this you little guys, journey of ours if you guys screw up you're gonna turn that into a golden pooch in a target somewhere <laughs> exactly and we're gonna, we're gonna put you. you in a window we're gonna sell you for a couple bucks it's gonna be it's gonna be great and you'll be forgotten about and replaced. I'm gonna start using that golden pooch to threaten them. That's that is. You want to end new... up like the golden dog? Yeah, exactly. Phil will be like, that dog's got balls. Okay, so maybe <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, there are so many layers to that joke, <laughs> which is why I love it so very much. So I listened to this really great episode of This American Life this week. I don't think you listened to it yet, but uh, it's about internet trolls. It is. I don't need to listen to This American Life anymore because you always listen to it and then you immediately come tell me about it. <laughs> so I really just, I just get like secondhand This American I Life. I like the cliff notes. I like act it all out for you. Pretty much. Yeah, you do. You get really invested in it. I tried not to tell you too much about this episode because I really want you to listen to it. Okay. But what really was interesting to me is in the episode, Lindy West, who works at Jezebel, confronts one of her trolls over the phone and it was just like so gratifying especially for me someone that has to deal with trolls and this week I actually got a video this is like maybe the third time a troll has made a video about me a video a video troll usually they don't go that route do they no they usually they like to stick to text they like to stay that's, a, that's the un troll move under right the there. bridge in the dark they rarely show their faces so this was like a really big deal <laughs> This dude made me like a 15 minute video. Break. I like how you like he made me a video. Like, he did make it for me. I know he did. Who else did he make it for? Well, I mean, like, well presumably on. he made it for other people so he could drag you. Yeah, but I mean, like, he took my video and downloaded it and then cut it up so that after everything that I said, he could have a rebuttal to what I had to say. Yeah. And I did. I saw I saw a part of it. Oh it my, was it was kind of funny. It, it was, was so lame. It too. was just His... terrible. It was just terrible. But what was so funny to me is like 
these people, their criticisms are always, they just literally make no sense. This guy, like, criticized my appearance, which, I mean, first of all, like, Who way, to, way to yeah. invalidate your argument, bro. Yeah, that, like, was, I that mean, was a waste of, of his breath I mean, not and credibility. To... He just blew his credibility. You can't take a beautiful woman and be like, well, you're ugly now, and so that's insulting. Right, it doesn't like, work that way. What? I mean, and this is the thing. I'm Especially even... when it was cutting back and forth between you and, and him. then and, him. And we're not going to stoop to that level and criticize his appearance, but... But he knew I'm his place a, because he, ugly. he like, mentioned he mentioned how ugly he was. He made that comment. <laughs> yeah, he and did. And he was like, I'm ugly, but I also want to call her ugly. <laughs> like, it was really bizarre. Yeah, it was strange. There's another guy who made uh, a video about me, and this was what I thought. How was... flattered are you by this? I'm not, I mean, I'm not flattered. You it's must weird. be flattered. Come on. It's weird. You because... know how many people have made videos about me? Just wait. Wait, they're going to start. Zero. They're going to start. I have not a single stalker. I've got nothing to show for myself. Well, I can give you I can give you some if you want. No, don't no, please don't. Please <laughs> well, no, I don't I don't need I Well, don't need this guy trolls. had the nerve to say that I want to enslave all white men and he had a stock photo of a woman walking a dog like a man on a leash. Like I almost called a man a dog. That's exactly what they want to hear. Um <laughs> and it is like the funniest thing ever. They're like, she hates white men, blah 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 blah. And you know what? I never mention you. Never. I never bring up, I'm never like, my husband. Like, I never say any of that. Mm. I'm just kind of like, all right, bros, if you like want to say that, I guess so. But like, it's just the weirdest thing. Where does that thing. come from? Like, why is that? And I, I still want to talk about how flattering that is, by the way. Okay. But... We can talk about it if you want. I can give you hate mail for days and it, I, it's nothing to be flattered by. Yeah, but I mean, isn't it, isn't it especially flattering though when, when it's so. When they take it's so badly done. I mean, they're not even commenting on your on your ideas. They're commenting on your looks, which are clearly, I mean, not something that are you know easily attacked. Well, and I've had someone say it one time, like I can't, like you know, you are really pretty, but the things that you think are really stupid. I'm just like, what? yeah, but then, but then they come, but then they come and say things like you're trying to oppress white men, which is the most preposterous thing you could say to somebody, especially you who do. Well, that's that's you know who voice your opinion very tactfully. The joke is on you, Patrick. That I roped you into this marriage so that I could oppress you. You didn't know. You didn't get the what, memo. What happened? I'm oppressing you right now. Right now. <laughs> You're under my spell. What? I'm just gonna slowly marry every white man on earth so what? that I can so that I can like make you all my slaves and you can have to do whatever you I You have to marry them before you can en- enslave them. Yeah. It's, it's all head games, that's yeah, why. Absolutely. You're playing the long game. That's interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. well, I only married you for the uh for the for your fortunes. Oh so. well somebody lied to you. No, no, don't don't think I <laughs> don't think I didn't notice that your maiden name was also the name of uh old, Family of oil tycoons. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Ramses, like the pharaoh. Like, like I have like Egyptian. Maybe I don't know if it goes my, back that in far. In my, in I'm just history. saying. I know, I know you've got. I know, I know you've got some backing. <laughs> um. Well, no, I don't have any money. I don't want to enslave you. Wink. <laughs> yeah, you it's got, okay. Thankfully, this is audio, so no one can see me. Like <laughs> fingers crossed, legs crossed behind my back. I'll, I'll play your game. Right. There's nothing there. <laughs> um. Long story short, there is nothing to be flattered about when it comes to these weirdo trolls. But you definitely. But why do you think they take? take so much time to to put this stuff together so that they can say something that makes almost no sense. Well, this is what was really cool about this episode of This American Life is she actually interviewed this troll and I've had this happen in conversations with other trolls. Mm -hmm. It has to do with 
unhappiness in their offline life. Mm -hmm. Because if you are happy in your life, you are not going to devote that much energy to talking about someone that you dislike. I think that's a fair assumption just across the board. Exactly. Anytime somebody takes energy and time out of, you know, puts forth their own resources to harm somebody else or be negative towards somebody else, you have to assume they do it for, for a specific reason. Right. For most people, there's not anything to be gained from doing that except the fact that, you know, they get to sort of, I don't know, balance their own misery. Well, and that's yours. And that's another part of it, though, is that these people who go to the great lengths of actually making videos, what they stand to gain is attention. And that's what they want. That's why you have the term don't feed the trolls. Like these guys send me their videos. They're like, hey, I made this video about you. And I'm like, oh, you would absolutely love for me to go watch this video and comment on it so I can send you thousands of viewers, you know? And I see people do this all the time. They'll tweet out the video. They'll be like, someone made this hater video about me. Everyone look at it. And I'm like, good job. They just got what they wanted because normally they have like 300 views and you just went and sent them like 2,000 views. I'm not playing that game. You want to use my name so that you can rack up your YouTube channel? Like, good luck. Bro. That's interesting. I'm not. That's exactly what it is. I know. I they know. Come You've to explained the this to me before. And they send me links to their videos, and they do all this like weird. They cut me up, and they have me saying like weird stuff. No, ma'am. I'm like, thank you, but I'm not. I'm not gonna watch it. I mean, I'll laugh about it with you. Mm. The other guy's video, I downloaded it because I was like, I'm not gonna give you views. Um, but I'm not gonna actually like comment on it and send traffic your way i'm way smarter than that sure and stay mad because i know you listening right now and you (laughs) wish that i said your name on our little show so i could drive some traffic to your stupid video because you know it's It's so interesting to me though how this how this little like online social structure works (laughs) and how it plays out people are people are like attacking other people so that they can get some of their fan base to come and look at whatever they're doing and it's so weird it's so silly because i recently got on and i'm trying to yeah Patrick's officially on Twitter. Right. I'm, I'm officially on Twitter and I'm, I'm trying to sort of navigate my way around and figure out how to how to say something valuable in 140 characters or whatever it is. It's definitely a skill. It is. It's really, really difficult to well, do. Well, and one of my New Year's resolutions was that I'm not going to argue with these folks this year because I, I'll be totally honest. There have been many times that I've indulged trolls and it's fun. You know, you get to make people look stupid. Um, and for me... I always gain followers when I make fun of these people. So I will do it publicly and I will drag you and I will let other people chime in and say mean stuff to you because you like call me the N word or you can't spell. They never can spell PS. No, they can't. Um, and so, you know, that's fun for me. Those are the paid trolls, though. Those are the ones that are in some like, uh, well, I, I don't, some like, uh, like they're in like a factory warehouse in some <laughs> somewhere overseas and they're just paid by the Koch brothers to just try to. I feel yeah, like you're gonna name drop the Coke. I think you're gonna name drop the Coke brothers in every episode. You're like obsessed with them. I know I am. And you tweeted about them the other day too. Oh, did I? Yeah, you tweeted something about them. I basically the Coke brothers are these super rich guys who they're like the real Illuminati. Like we joke, ha ha <laughs> ha ha Illuminati. Like no, these are actually the bad guys. Right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. And and some people would say that. That they're not necessarily the bad guy, but they're 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 spending their way. They they have they have more money than you can possibly get your head around, and they're spending their way into politics. Um, and and they're really, really dedicating a, a huge amount of their resources to controlling the political sector, and that's uh that's dangerous because they're they're private interest. Yeah, uh, but we don't need to go. In. We don't need to go into a long <laughs> thing about the Koch brothers. But I mean, back to Twitter because that's how somehow that came up. 
Um, it is a really weird like game of say mean things to someone so that you can get them upset and call them names or like someone pasted my head onto porn one time. It was just, oh, yeah? just bizarre. Like, how do you have? And then you're like, listen, bro, you're actually kind of good at Photoshop. Why did you spend so much time like Photoshopping my like you could go get a job. Like, you know, people pay you to actually do this work. <laughs> people have made animations, like video games about people. My my girlfriend, Anita Sarkeesian, they made a game where you could punch her in the face. Oh, wow. They like coded a wow. video game and it was like a well done like yeah. game with like levels and so stuff. So they have some skills. They're, they're, they're employable people. Yeah, but they like want to focus their But they use their, their skills. Yeah, I'm interested to see now that you are on officially on Twitter if you start getting any people like trolling and saying weird stuff. I have gotten I've gotten a little bit. Some people have come up to me and tried to sort of just I you know, basically antagonize me. And mm -hmm. I think one of the first conversations I had on Twitter was something like that. And, you know, I was just basically just gave it back to them. And then they favorited everything that I said to them, which was really weird. That is weird. Yeah. And that's what and I think they just did it to, to annoy me because it they're was like, like, I'll show you. I like right, what you said. Exactly. Because they're very they're very casual with with their goading of me and and very casual with their approach. What were to they the mad issues. about? I forget. It was it was almost certainly race related. OK. absolutely. Um, and they're just very like. Casual, just being like, oh, so you think this? And of course, it's a complete mm -hmm. misconstruction of what I said. And I explain to them why. And then they favorite it. And then they go, ha, 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 or something <laughs> ridiculous like that. And they get their friends in on it. And it, the circle didn't grow very large because right. I'm like nobody on Twitter. So um, I imagine that's why. But there were like five people got in on it. Well, you're about to be somebody. I'm about to be somebody. I can't I can't wait. Yeah, Twitter is, Twitter is so weird because I keep bumping into people, you know, <laughs> like kind of I feel like I'm bumping into them. <laughs> Um, because my circle is really small. So I'm, I'm like bumping, I'm like going around. I'm like, you know, I feel like I'm in a pond full of other fish and I'm kind of running into them and I'm like, what kind of, what kind of fish are you? Are you like the <laughs> troll fish or are you, you know, the, that is a really the good public analogy. defender to, you know, the fish or, or what? Yeah. That is and a really good analogy. I like that. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting. Cause I'm like, I don't know what to, I don't know. I don't know what to say to any of them, to be honest with you. I just keep retweeting things basically. Well, we've actually been getting a lot of interaction on Twitter from people asking us questions. Definitely make sure to follow Patrick. It's at Ty Optional. And you can you. tweet us hashtag last name basis. You wrote down some of the things that people tweeted us like to ask questions about. Oh yeah. We got a couple of them. Um, so, so the, uh, probably like the, the low hanging fruit or the, or the most, um, the least controversial one is how did you adjust to New York life when oh, you moved yeah, up here? Oh yeah, we had a lot of controversial, uh, not controversial. Like, Most of them were like tough you know, questions. Yeah, not, they're not, a little. There's a little more depth to them. Not like fun pop culture questions. Um, New York was really difficult for me to adjust to. I this was not my first choice. I really wanted to move to the West Coast. Um, when Patrick was getting ready to apply to law school, I told him he was only allowed to apply in California, in New York, because mm. I wanted to. Is that what you told me? Yeah, I did. I, see, I don't remember it that way. What do you remember? I remember us working together to decide that what? New York and L.A. would probably, either one of those cities would be the best for us. I mean, yes, we decided, like, we did that mm. together, uh -huh. but subconsciously, I was like, listen. But subconsciously. Listen, but I was to like, myself, I, I was said, like, I'm I, telling you what to do. I was like, I, there's no way I'm going to end up in, like, BFE, Wisconsin. I was like, I need to either be Oh, in, well, that would have never happened. Well, you thought about applying to maybe some. Because in, in states, states like Wisconsin, though, you can literally walk in and be like, I'm a fucking lawyer, guys. <laughs> Their, their standards are so low. Actually, I don't know about Wisconsin specifically, but there are states out there where there are so few people who really want to be there that they 
they have no competition. That they're just going to take. They're just like, you know anybody. what? You want to be a lawyer? Would you, you, can you read and write? Awesome. Let's go. Um, so we were between New York and L.A., and you got accept, accepted to schools in both cities, but you got a full scholarship in New York. Mm-hmm. And you even were saying to me, you were like, we could go to L.A., but, you know, I think they gave you like 60% at Berkeley, and you got full No, school. no, no, no. But it, 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 well, it's a little off, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, we ended up going, coming to New York because it was the best opportunity. Right, but it was hard for me because I didn't want to be in the cold, and... As evidenced, me, I'm sick all the time. Snowpocalypse didn't even happen. Snowpocalypse didn't even happen. And I'm still mad about this cold. Um, it was really tough. Getting around on the subway was hard. We lived far outside of the city. Mm-hmm. We had a long commute to the city. It's really expensive here. It smells like urine. Everything is difficult. But once once it breaks <laughs> you in, you're in. You've, you've basically been broken into, you were squeezed into a certain mold, and then you fit properly into a tiny New York apartment. Yeah, and then you get like an attitude. I used to be so friendly. <laughs> I know, now you're pushing people on the subway platform. I don't push, I've never pushed anyone, but I have been, I have sworn at a few people. I have told some tours to get the fuck out of the way. Because I'm sorry, do not stand at the top of the subway steps with a huge ass map, and you see people like they have somewhere that they need to be, and they're all like, oh my god, how do we get to Times Square? I'm just like, get out of the way. I have somewhere to be. And like, honestly, it hurts you, me. You are the New Yorker everyone complains about. That was never me. I used to be so nice and I learned my lesson when I first moved to New York. I was talking to some guy in the train and I was like, I'm a graphic designer and I gave him my card. Dude, I got off the bus and he sent me dick pics like immediately <laughs> because my phone number was on my card like an idiot. Oh. And I'm just like this wide-eyed like, wow, I'm in New York and I just want to meet people met someone. and network. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, nope, never again. You can't make eye contact with like strangers on the train. Oh, I thought you were gonna here. say you can't. You can't make eye contact with a dick. <laughs> 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 um, you look into the one eye, but but like no, you cannot. The things that you are, are customary in other places. That's why when that video went viral of the guy saying hello to the girl in the street, the the um, street harassment, people were like, "Hello is not street harassment." I'm like, in New York, it is because no one says hello to a stranger unless you're trying to get some. That's ass. a good point. It's no all, one says hello. It's here. all contextual. I I apologize to somebody for running into them, and and they told me they turned to me and looked at me, and gave me a dirty look, and were like, "Why are you apologizing?" They they asked they actually said why why apologize just keep going about your business yeah you don't do that in New York you don't talk to anybody uh, unless you have to or you want to and so when a guy approaches you and, and says, says hello hello you're like what it's do you meaningful. want yeah. like what stop talking to me I have somewhere to be like this is creepy and scary it's not like in South Florida where everyone says hello to each other and is like super friendly so that definitely did take some getting used to and. To this day, I have moments where I'm like, gosh, I'm such a New Yorker. And it like makes me feel kind of bad because I'll be like mean to someone or or just like skeptical. Like I'm really skeptical of anyone who comes up and talks to me. I get that. I get that all the time. I'll be in line at Starbucks or something like that and I'll I'll make a comment to someone and if it's a woman occasionally and she's you know, she's about our age. She'll look at me like I'm like I'm made of cancer or something. You know what I mean? Like I'm like carrying Ebola or something like that. You know? And she just and and at first it was a, it was it was annoying to me because mm-hmm. I you know my first thought was why are you being like and this? You're a nice I'm just guy. being a nice guy. Yeah. I don't want anything from you. 
um, just making friendly conversation. But then I slowly got it that that really what they're doing is trying to keep me from from forcing they my don't way into be, a conversation. They don't want to be murdered. <laughs> like, well, I'm not going to murder anyone. I, I mean, know, Starbucks. But, no, of course you're not going to murder anyone. But but like usually, if some man starts talking to me, like unfortunately, my instincts say like. Do I know how to like run away? <laughs> like, where oh my is God. my phone? It's scary. Like, I think that's what I think that's what um, these girls had. You know, the ones I'm thinking of, the few that that gave me a dirty. But didn't look you say and that? Didn't, me. didn't you say that you always try to like drop that you're married? Like, oh, I usually do. Or I have possible. my ring, you know, and I have got I've got my ring, and I'll just kind of like, you, like cut, stroke your beard, stroke my beard, <laughs> so it's very visible, just so they get that I'm not out there trying to hit on them. Yeah, but it also is kind of creepy to just start stroking your beard while you're talking to someone. So you oh, might, the ladies love it. You might want to rethink that approach. <laughs> you're just like, "Hello, ma'am. How can I? How can I help you?" And you're just like stroking your beard like menacingly. Like no one's gonna notice the ring. How can I help you? What do I? Well, I work at Starbucks now. S- suddenly, you turn into like Jafar. From <laughs> <Aladdin>. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I try to. I usually try to throw that in there when I speak to somebody uh, who I think might get the wrong impression. Um, that's a good you know. that's a good tactic. And then they can think like and they can think like, oh, he's trying to tell me early so that I know that when he tries to hit on me, he's married and it's not a thing later on. Or maybe he's a swinger. That yeah. they might be thinking that. Mm-hmm. Cuz some people, I mean, I don't know anything about that, but they might be thinking that. There's just no way for me to get out of that. I just don't even know why I mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, like where did that come from? <laughs> I don't know. I was just thinking you're, like you're in a Starbucks. You just think everyone in line at Starbucks is a potential is it, swinger. Maybe. I don't know. Speaking of Starbucks, though, I've got, I've got to tell you, I meant to talk about this last week, okay. actually, because this is crazy. I have I have a Starbucks at the base of my office building, and I go there every day, and it's, you know, I know all the guys there. We're all on a, on a first-name basis, um, and they're just, they're really friendly, and so I keep going back. And what they do is they, they keep giving me, like, they keep upsizing my drinks, mm-hmm. so I get, like, a like a venti iced coffee or something like that, and they'll charge me for less, and then they'll give me this thing. It's called like a, I think it's called like a Trenti or Trenta. It's bigger than the biggest size. that they. It's like, it Why? is like the big gulp of coffee, and their coffee is already so strong, just to be nice, because they because I know them, and they like me, and it's just, but it's way too much coffee. Do they know that you have a ring? Do they know that you're married? These are, yeah, these are, these I just are straight ma- guys I just want to make sure that you're not like sending messages to these people at Starbucks and suddenly they're like oh, flirting with you, you and giving you all these special drinks and stuff. Yeah, I just, I'm just making sure because if, if I'm someplace and I get an extra anything, you're so someone, suspicious. You're like, this is not a nice gesture. Yeah. You, this is somebody who wants something from somebody me. Somebody is trying to like mack it because I was at the Dwayne Reed the other day and the guy kept being like, oh, hey, you know, we have um, two for one chocolates and i'm like no i'm good and he's like we also got popcorn i'm like um no i'm great can you just like ring up my <laughs> Dwayne like, Reed? it's like sweats? i know what you have you're you're a general store <laughs> i was like can you please stop and he kept being like we also have like calling cards and i was like bro please i'm not interested in you we have stationery <laughs> just... we've got packs 12 packs of big pens <laughs> What are you doing? So I'm just making sure that these guys in Starbucks. No, they're are just not... being friendly. But the problem is, they give me this gigantic thing, and then I drink all of it, and then I go upstairs and I sit at my desk and I just like sweat and stare <laughs> at the monitor because I've had way too much coffee, and I can't stop myself because it it goes it tastes so much better because it's all friendship and camaraderie, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then I drink it, and this thing is, I, I swear, it's called a Trenta or Trenti or something. I think it's a... I think it's Italian for like heart palpitation because that's <laughs> that's where I'm at when I'm sitting at this desk and I'm just like I am way over caffeinated. The worst is when you come home like that. Like I'm oh, done working. You come home. It's like eight o'clock and you're like, oh, my God. Hey, what's going on? What are you going to do? What do you want for dinner? Hey, dogs. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Well, now you know who to blame. It's it's my friends at Starbucks. And um, hopefully in case someone, you know, I, uh, hopefully they won't be identified and like fired or something like that. In case, uh, in case, they're like, totally listening. I'm in just case gonna... like daddy Starbucks is listening or something like <laughs> that. I don't know. <laughs> like Some... daddy, like daddy Warbucks, but daddy's right. Right. There you go. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to pretend that everyone listens to this show. So I have to like be careful about what we say because like the guys at Starbucks are probably listening and they're so pissed. You're going to go. No, into that Starbucks actually, tomorrow? I don't know. That's not true. They, 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 they sell, they sell, a you know, they sell an addictive product. So. I know, but they're going to, you're going to go in there and they're going to give you, you're going to order a venti and they're going to give you a tall and you're going to be like, um, this isn't what, I, and they'll be like, uh-huh, Patrick. And they'll just like <laughs> walk away. and like That's be, not true. And more, more likely they're, they're listening right now and they're rubbing their hands together going, first one's free, kids. <laughs> first one's free. That's how we get you addicted. Exactly. I mean, you know, you just, the tolerance goes up and then the next time, now I need like two Trenties or whatever they are. Two Trenties. That's really funny. Um, there were there are some other questions that we got also. Oh yeah, but, yeah. the I ones mean, they're, they're a little deeper. I mean, pick the pick the. I mean, we're on like a roll of like fun lightheartedness. So pick something that's not super deep, I guess. Okay, so I'll give you. Eh, I don't know. There's there's not. So so one of them said my roommate thinks that a show called Blackish. There's a show called Blackish. If you're not familiar with it, is is racist. That that title is racist. Oh my god. Um. But the person who wrote that says that the roommate doesn't get that they're the racist one yeah. for believing that. I mean, honestly, I, it really blew me away how many people assumed that the title of a show called Blackish was somehow racist. Even Donald Trump went on a whole rant about like, well, we wouldn't have a show called Whitish. And it's like, no, we just have friends and How I Met Your Mother and Girls. <laughs> and we just have white TV. Seinfeld and USA and TNT and every other show that's just like all. And you can have a show that takes place in New York and not have any black people in it like that or any people of color at all. Like that is a problem. So naming your show Black is definitely not I, I mean I think that the show title was meant to kind of like ruffle feathers and I can't people... see that's the thing though is that that's like the sort of the the other side of this is that I can't see how that wasn't part of that of that name it got people talking totally. everyone was outraged and, then and not, it's not just that it, it's not necessarily that it's outrageous but given the the climate especially recently yeah. concerning race relations and and in a in a positive way that that's now become a forefront issue right um then coming out with a show called blackish is of course going to raise eyebrows yeah and but i mean, I mean it was, like you said it's it's likely meant to do that yeah i mean and here's the thing and and i full disclosure i'm a little biased I love the show Blackish. It's a good show. We tune in, we cheer for Tracy, and it's awesome. But I realize that some people thought that the show title, honestly, I heard a lot of black people not liking the show title and thinking that people were going to use it as kind of like a um, like a put down. For there, there are an, en an endless number of ways you can dislike a title that that really makes race a central matter. Yeah, I mean, there's you there's know? legitimate arguments for reasons that people did not or thought that the title was 
inappropriate or not a strong title. Or just title, a poor choice. But yeah. racist, absolutely not. It is not saying that any group of people is less than. It is not oppressing anyone. White people are not losing job opportunities because of the title of this damn show. I bet you a lot of the crew on that show is white. And... There's just there's just no people are so confused about what racism is that the minute you mentioned race, they're like, right, not racist. My cousin dated a black girl like they just (laughs) I always use that example because I had a teacher say that one time and I'm not going to say my my cousin. No, No, not my cousin. (laughs) No, I mean, I mean, it was his cousin. Yeah. Who dated someone who was black. Yeah. It wasn't even it's impressive. It wasn't even him. I was like, your cousin. I was like, you mean you? (laughs) Um, (laughs) So running in my blood (laughs) is the ability to date a black person. Was that his point? Yeah. Well, people people use that as their excuse. Mm -hmm. Well, I understand. I I don't understand. It's a terrible excuse, but it makes at least a little more sense when they say something like, I have a lot of black friends, not somebody I know has a lot of black friends. Yeah, that is kind of weird to then say, like, someone I know, like, my neighbor dated a black person. Like, that's... (laughs) My dog is mostly black. (laughs) With a, with a white spot yeah. stripe on its on its head. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But people get so worked up when you talk about race or oppression of any sort of kind, and then they want to throw out all these reasons that they're not racist. And I feel like this person who tweeted us this, their roommate was probably saying that so that they could look not racist. Like, look, I'm calling out racism. That show is racist. I'm right. s- I'm standing up for what's right because Blackish is a racist show. And it's it's like, crazy how that comes full circle like that, right? No, it's like bizarre. Yeah. It is. Well, it, it just it just lends more confusion to what's already a confused uh, matter. Exactly. People are so confused about what racism is. They will complain about a, t- a TV show. Meanwhile, black people are getting killed out in the streets. Like, yeah, I'm glad that that's one, what you're crying about. Here's one, here's one that's, uh, that's, I think, maybe a little more cut and dry. The North Miami Beach Police Department <sighs> using, using mugshots of young black males for target practice oh, and we in lived, their ranges. And we lived in North Miami Beach. And it let me tell you, it cuts my soul every single time one of these stories comes out of Florida because we're from Florida. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, right. like it's always Florida. It makes me so mad. Always embarrassing itself. Always. Florida just can't help. Just can't help but produce the, the most ridiculous people. I don't know. And I, the most polarized world. I don't it's know. Crazy. Part of me thinks that it is Florida. I mean, and listen, we grew up there. It has its pros and cons. It's definitely Florida. I know, but this is the thing, though. I feel like the news goes out of its way to look for bad Florida stories because I know messed up stuff happens in every single state, but if it's in Florida, they hop on it and they're like, oh my gosh, one more example of why Florida is trash. But these police officers thought that it yeah, would be- Yeah, it's kind a, of become a running joke, to be fair. There's a Twitter called Florida Man, and it's literally mm-hmm. like a Florida man- like, It's a ticker ripped of- Ripped off someone's face. Right, <laughs> like, of arrest reports. Exactly. For people in Florida and the it's, crazy things that they're arrested for. It's so, but so But it's partly bad. Florida's fault. Why, why do you think that all of this happens in Florida? Because Florida doesn't invest nearly as much in, in infrastructure and local um, programs. So, so that's got, why the police are printing out black people's mugshots and shooting them. No, I don't. Well, I don't know about that. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I couldn't make that connection. Yeah. All right. I just, um, I just cannot figure out in what world someone thought that that was a good idea. And then people want to be uh, like, wonder why we're like Black Lives Matter. The freaking police are doing target practice on black people. Like, you want to hear? On. You want to hear what one one thing I saw said? And I, I don't know how correct this is because I didn't see it supported by other sources. 
But uh, one apparently a cadet or or new officer went in and saw this, saw a picture of her brother <gasps> being used for target practice. And, oh right, my god! Right, and she was the one who made who sort of sort of opened the lid on this story uh, and made the big stink about it. And then, and so the police chief responds allegedly by saying this, by saying, I don't see any of our policies violated, but we will take care to have our officers take down their targets when they're finished shooting at them. What? <laughs> yes, that I swear. And, and, and again, again, I saw one source that said that. So I don't know, you know, I don't know. I believe how, it. I how believe much support it. That has. It's not shocking nowadays. I got to be honest with you. I feel like they're just so bold. They just, and I think that that's what's so scary about it is that they did not think this is a bad idea. And then they, then, and then their police chief uh, allegedly supported it and said like, whatever, get over. It's not that big of a deal. And that's what seems to keep happening. You kill, you kill a black person or the, they're the young 17 year old girl who's Hispanic who, who recently was killed. They handcuffed her after they shot her and left her there. And literally people are like, well, you know, just get over it. It's not that big of a deal. Whatever. It's like, how many examples right. do you need to see that the police are like right. completely? How many instances form a pattern? Well, that's the that's the and and I think a lot of people use that to to maintain their uh, what I would say willful ignorance yeah. at best or they just say prejudicial oh, beliefs. At they're, worst. they're not connected. It's like well, they don't have to all happen at the exact same time. There's a repeated instances of police not taking people of color, black people's humanity seriously enough to the point that they're doing target practice on there's, us? There's a, there's a, it's, it's, it's disturbing and disgusting. And for a police chief to say that, it provided he actually did say exactly that. I love that we're giving them the benefit of the doubt. Meanwhile, I'm not, like, I'm not, no, no, I'm not I'm giving just, him the benefit of the doubt. I'm not saying you are. I just, just want to make sure I'm not, I'm not saying, no, 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 putting words in this police Don't get mouth. me wrong. I mean in the sense that like we are being responsible in the way that we talk about this situation. Oh, right. We we're being responsible. Because we don't know for certain that he said that. This is like secondhand information that we got from someone else. But I'm just pointing out we're being responsible enough to say, you know, well, maybe he said this. Maybe he did it. We're, we're actually employing some reason. Meanwhile, mm -hmm. they're like, hang him up, shoot right. him up. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's your brother? Too bad. Like, what? We'll make sure we take it down next time we shoot at him. Yeah, exactly. That's so, that's so ridiculous. But there is a, there is a, there is a bright spot here or, or something nice that happened. Apparently, clergy members oh, took photos of themselves and sent them in. And they sent those in and said, you want to shoot at somebody? Why don't you shoot at me? And use I thought me that was, instead. Use me instead, right. Yeah. I thought that was really, really nice. Score one for the for the clergy. Yeah, I did. I the, mean, you know, they you know, they, they need some positivity <laughs> in there. Yeah. They no, need a few points on their side. I thought that that was really cool. And, and that was actually one of those examples of where social media did something really awesome. They started a hashtag. They got the conversation going and they, they took a negative situation and turned it into something positive as a way to highlight the problem here. And, and it was really great. I'm, I'm so proud of them for doing that. Um, but I, I again, I'm still really I'm just dumbfounded that of it course, happened. Of course. It's nice. It, it was one of the very few times that something like that happens. And there's also some sort of positive response to it rather i mean outside of people being like that's not right which right. is also good they changed the conversation it was nice to see some sort of positive result and you know the the news and and as i guess illustrated by our uh our conversation today is so overwhelmingly negative yeah and there's so much fear-mongering going on 
And it's just it's nice to find something. Here's what I do when when I'm when I'm depressed by the news because it's always Ugh. generally depressing. Um, I go to the I go to the science pages. I go to like the science sites mm-hmm. because the scientists are always positive. They are excited <laughs> about every single thing. That's true. It's so good. They're like I I have some. Uh, oh God, what was I watching the other day? Oh, I saw this article the other day. It was like we found a crack in a comet. And the whole thing was like, <laughs> this is amazing, guys. We found a crack in a comet. Like, it's I don't a even comet. know. I don't even know why that would be something to be excited about. I don't know. And for, for these super <laughs> intelligent people, these scientists and, you know, space explorers and things like that, maybe that's meaningful. It prob- almost certainly is. But the, the fact that you can go and read this article that's like, and it was a, the close up of the blurriest picture of a crack <laughs> in a rock you have ever seen. You're like, yep, that's a crack in a in a big rock floating in space. Um, oh, that's kind of cute, though. I like the idea of seeing a bunch of scientists like all in these little lab coats and they're like waiting. They're, the picture's like increasing resolution and they're like, there's a crack. Ah! And they're like so excited and like high five. It's so it was so great. It was so great. And we just we just gained uh, two listeners, uh, Flava Flav and uh, Marianne Barry. We also lost like five listeners. They're like cracks and comments. Delete. Oh, yeah. Unsubscribe. <laughs> Um, do you have anything else on on your list that's positive that we can end our show on this week? No, I thought that was positive. No, though, I mean, I, I did. A crack in a comet? Doesn't I, that excite you? Um, not in the way that it does for some people. No, 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 not me either. I just like the positive tone of these things. Yeah, no, I absolutely think a science minute. We're coming up with new segment ideas every day. Oh, I don't want to do the something positive... about science. I just want to encourage you and anyone else. <laughs> Who needs some 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 positivity in their lives to go and explore these uh, these science sites? Oh well, I can say one thing that's kind of positive. What's that? We watched this movie last night. We watched her, oh, and yeah. it was we really liked it. It was really good, and I think that that's really important because we shit talk movies and TV shows so much. Um, You're very careful to bring this up because we've said so many negative things have. about television and movies and movie stars. I really like we have a we have a positive thought. And well, so, and I will say that it's a little selfish because um, I loved Joaquin Phoenix and my goal is to be in the movie him. So maybe I'll just <laughs> maybe they'll put me in it and I can be the voice of or no, I can be the girl who falls in love with the computer. Right. And wait, oh, my God. What if it was you? It was me in the computer. Yeah, that would be. Great, except for you're really terrible at the computer. So you would. But if I was the computer, I'd be good at it. No, but I think it would still have your personality. Right. It would be like a a romantic comedy. I'd be like, you deleted those files. I could be. I could be a computer right now. For like (laughs) the people listening to this, they don't know that I'm not an artificially intelligent uh, operating system or whatever he was dating. Actually, that's the confession that I'm here to make on the show is that (laughs) I don't actually have a husband. When people say that I want to enslave white men, I just want to make them computers. (laughs) (laughs) Make them obsolete. Turn them all into robots and have them do your bidding. That's a a good plan, though. Yeah. So you should definitely watch the movie Her. I thought it was really cute. It's about a guy who falls in love with his phone computer it's a computer program but it's artificially and it's artificial intelligence and it's very effective but it's funny um, too and and it is yeah heartwarming it's a little King phoenix is really really good yeah it he's was, one of my favorite actors i thought it was so good it's on it was on hbo so if you have hbo go or your friend's password wink wink <laughs> <laughs> we, we just lost hbo as a sponsor good job <laughs> 
one more. We love Down you. We love you, HBO. Um, then you should definitely watch that movie. And you should definitely keep tweeting us last name underscore basis or use the hashtag last name basis or just tweet us Cheskuli and tie optional because we want to hear what you thought of the show, what things you think we should be talking about next week. Um, is there anything else that we should be plugging right now? I think that's it. I think Twitter, I think Twitter's enough. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, and thank you to everyone that tweeted us the definition of their names. on. Oh, Urban, there were some really funny On ones. Urban Dictionary. That was so funny. We retweeted a bunch of those. So if you want to see them, definitely go to our Twitter. And uh, we are sorry that we weren't here last week, but we are going to be here next week. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. And uh, I think that that's about it. Right, Patrick? That's it. Okay. So I'm Patrick. I'm Francesca. Last name basis. Bye. <laughs>